Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Mike Pritchard. Mike's a Las Vegas native but also works there now with Visa Network. He is the lead NFL analyst, a former NFL wide receiver himself, also a member of the Colorado Athletic Hall of Fame, which is why one of the reasons why we've connected with him. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for a couple of minutes. I actually want to start with the NFL because even though there are no games this weekend, we had some big news last 48 hours dominated by the Tom Brady retirement conversation. When you think of him down the road, what will come to mind about the way he played the position and who he is to the league? Ultimate competitor, uh, Amy. I mean, I, I played with some great competitors and obviously played against some great competitors. And uh, I mean, my era, we had the great Joe Montana, Dan mm. Marino, uh, Steve Young, John Elway, Warren Moon, uh, goes on and on and on, Jim Kelly, all these Hall of Famers. Um, but I've never seen uh, or witnessed from a fan's perspective, like I was since I've been retired, the drive that this man has, has had his entire career. Uh, it's like he was chasing uh, something uh, or something to prove each and every year. And uh, his will to win uh, was at the top. That's what's made him the GOAT. Uh, his drive and initiative to fine-tune his body, uh, to fine-tune his mechanics, uh, to just turn himself into the best player possible. I mean, I, I think I have not seen an athlete get to that level. Playing against great Jerry Rice or playing with the great <laughs> Deion Sanders. I mean, all those guys have those abilities and had those abilities, obviously. But there was something about Tom Brady uh, and his more than two decades career just that just defied the odds, right? And just defied father time. And, and he kept playing at a high level of excellence. So uh, that that's what comes to mind for me. Uh, incredible, incredible career. Um, and, and a guy that just raised the level of the people around him. And I, I think as a quarterback, as a leader, that's exactly uh, what you want for your legacy. In addition to raising the level of play of those who are on the field with him or even trying to play against him, 
it feels as though he's raised the bar for the quarterback position as a whole. The way the rules have changed, and a lot of people lament the fact that the playing field is now tilted in the favor of the offense drastically. Even quarterbacks will tell you that. I hear Kurt Warner say it all the time. How has uh, it changed the most at your position over the past couple Mm -hmm. decades? Well, I, I think quarterbacks are specialized now. I mean, when I was playing, certainly we, we had our athletic quarterbacks and, and, you know, they were accurate and, and they were playmakers uh, in their own right and, and great playmakers. But I, I think quarterbacks today, uh, they start getting groomed right before high school or even during high school. Uh, they go to the Pete Manning camps and uh, they get all these personal coaches and, you know, they're not playing multiple sports. They become specialized uh, at what they do. And then all of a sudden they get to college and uh, they fine tune that as well. And, and so we're seeing the elite players leave college early now. Uh, after the three years, you're eligible to get to the National Football League via the draft. Mm. Uh, and, and a lot of these guys are, are opting for that route. So the the type of player that we're going to start seeing uh, come into the National Football League is going to be completely different. You know, it, Tom Brady, but I think Peyton Manning uh, and these type of uh, Hall of Fame quarterbacks have really specialized that position now for a lot of young players. Mike Pritchard is a former NFL wide receiver with the Falcons, the Broncos, the Seahawks. He is now the lead NFL analyst at Visa Network based in Las Vegas, which is his hometown. And we're excited to have him for the first time here on After Hours on CBS Sports Radio. It is significant that we have a Super Bowl in which there are two African-American quarterbacks for the first Mm -hmm. time. Why does it matter, Mike? You know what, Amy? It is important. Um, I, and I'm so supportive of the situation and, and the recognition of, of seeing two African-American quarterbacks start the Super Bowl. Um, but I'm one, and, and I did this on Vison too, when, when we first had the matchup. Uh, I mentioned that we have two air raid quarterbacks. You know, in other words, <laughs> uh, Texas Tech uh, produced Pat- Patrick Mahomes and OU uh, and certainly Alabama produced uh, Jalen Hurts. Yes. And, and I didn't even think about color, right? And that's, that's where I hope we can get to uh, as a society where we're not recognizing the first African-American or the first uh, any ethnicity, ethnicity uh, being uh, for the first time. I mean, it is monumental. I, I don't want to discount that. But I, I also want uh, to get beyond color. I, I just want to get beyond all that notion from the past and, and really concentrate on the progress that everybody has made. You spent some time in Denver, uh, both mm-hmm. as receiver as well as an analyst or as a reporter. Uh, Sean Payton may not have been the Broncos' first choice. I guess we're, we may never know that. Uh, but he's there now. Right. How do you like the fit with a Russell Wilson that, as you noted, has struggled and is coming off a tough season? From my Broncos, I don't know what's going to happen. I, I really don't, uh, Amy. I, I, I hope for the best, but I, I know that you're right. It has to be a good fit. I mean, Sean Payton, he's a, he's a brand name. Uh, he certainly is, and <laughs> he's getting paid for that, right? Uh, close to $20 million a year. And then you have another brand name in, in Russell Wilson. But uh, like uh, Giannis Tedekumpo said, the Greek freak, you know, um, your, your ego is your past, though, right? And that's what I think we're living off of, or at least the Broncos are living off of, is the past of Russell Wilson promising the future will be better. The same thing with Sean Payton. The past of Sean Payton hopefully is going to produce a better future. But you have to let go of those egos. And and I I wonder if those two individuals are going to be able to do that. Uh, Because I know Russell Wilson's set in his ways. 
and and you know he's one of those quarterbacks that you know is he coachable at this point? Uh, we're going to find out because I think Sean Payton's going to challenge him on that. So uh, if it works out, it's going to work out handsomely. It's going to be a great situation. I don't know when that's going to come about. To be honest with you, Amy. But if it doesn't work out, it's going to be more of a disaster like we saw this past season. When it comes to that type of a marriage where they weren't necessarily selected together, mm-hmm. who should have the final say? Should it be an experienced coach or should it be the guy who's on the field with the football? Well, the coach should have the final say. I mean, if you think about the uh, uh, the way the league has really worked, I mean, even the great Tom Brady uh, was always coachable and he has been coachable. Mm. Um, we, we've heard the stories about uh, how Bill Belichick treated everybody the same uh, during those dynasty years of uh, Tom Brady up there. And then certainly, uh, I think, uh, to a certain extent, Tom Brady's first year uh, in Tampa. Uh, but Russell has treated himself differently um, in terms of his new home and in terms of his old home. And we, we've seen and read all the reports and heard all the reports about how Russell Wilson elevated himself out of that locker room. And I get the sense that he's done that again in in Denver. So you have to be a part of that team. That team has to believe in you 100%. Uh, but more importantly, I, I think you got to remain coachable. I mean, power struggles never work. Uh, and I don't, I don't sense that. I'm not going to even try to sense that's going to happen for this relationship. Uh, but I know the last relationship, there was an issue there. So from the perspective of a former athlete, uh, and certainly for Russell Wilson, he, he was – not the same player. Uh, his mechanics were different. He was not seeing the field uh, like he once did. And so, again, he's got to let go of that pass and that ego uh, and look out that front windshield with the new coach and, and help that new coach uh, help him on the field as well. Mike Pritchard is an NFL vet, played with three different franchises in the league most recently, or I should say when he retired, he was with the Seattle Seahawks after four years. We're glad to have him with us here on After Hours CBS Sports Radio. I bring up the Seahawks because they were one of the cool surprises or cool storylines that kind of came out of nowhere in 2022. I kind of feel like Pete Carroll could coach a water bottle and a pair of socks, and he's proved that over and over again. But what stands out to you from from this job that he did with this group of guys? Oh, I love Pete Carroll. I mean, I, I had the uh, fortunate opportunity to play against him. He was a coach of the Jets, I believe. Jets for the Patriots. I'm trying to remember back then. But uh, <laughs> he is a phenomenal motivator. Um, I love his energy, uh, you know, and, and I love the competition. I love the culture that he's created up there in Seattle. And they did surprise a lot of people uh, this year. But I don't know if it was a surprise to Pete Carroll because – he knows how to roll up his sleeves and he knows how to get the most out of his younger players. And that's exactly what Seattle did. They got a lot out of that rookie draft class. They got a lot out of the newer players that they acquired uh, because of the competitiveness, because of the competition and the culture that he's created. And uh, nothing is given to you in the National Football League. We all now know that. But I, I think Pete Carroll and his staff really drives that home and, and really conveys that to the players. And they responded. Uh, I mean, Geno Smith. Uh, there's this season that he had, right? Oh, my goodness. I mean, obviously, yeah, obviously uh, a lot of those players responded in the right way. So uh, it was a surprising year. At the same time, disappointing because, you know, uh, once you get into the playoffs, you really want to proceed and, and grow and, and maybe make a run. Uh, but maybe that's in the immediate future for the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they, have a, they have a great coach up there in Pete Carroll. Do you ever look at the NFL today and – 
think how it's turned into a behemoth. NFL, we can never miss you if you don't go away. It never goes <laughs> away. And it's not a bad thing. I mean, people really enjoy the league. It, it provides great entertainment. But my goodness, it really is a monstrosity. <laughs> it, no, it, it really is. I, I mean, I, I love the ownership situation in, in which the the collective thought or or certainly from a business standpoint, they want to grow. Uh, I mean, next year we're going to have so many uh, international games, and, and certainly that's where the growth is going to be. The streaming aspect uh, of the National Football League from from their partners, I mean, that's going to grow. That's going to continue to grow. And the National Football League uh, and their philanthropic uh, ever, uh, endeavors, that's that's still growing. We're are going to have the Pro Bowl here in Las Vegas and, and you know, the great Orrin Moon and, and Shannon Sharp and everybody, Charles Woodson is going to be here along with all the Pro Bowlers and, and really giving back to the community uh, of Las Vegas and the youth, uh, the young athletes as well. So looking forward to that. And that's what the league has been about. Uh, and I'm a card-carrying member uh, mm-hmm. of this monstrosity. <laughs> <laughs> and I couldn't be more proud of it, really. I, I think it's a great product. Um, it's appealing to everybody, the competitiveness on the field, uh, and certainly what the NFL is about off the field as well. I love that you describe it that way, being part of something like the NFL mm-hmm. that really was underscored and came to light more for fans uh, over the course of that week when DeMar Hamlin had suffered the cardiac arrest. And for two days, he was in the hospital. We really didn't have much word. But the concern, the entire NFL, and really the league, as we just mentioned, doesn't shut down for anything. But for those couple days, and really for a good portion of that week, the NFL just stopped over concern for one of its own. And you could really feel the the brotherhood, the fraternity that week. Absolutely. I mean, I was done with the show and just went off air um, right when I saw the ambulance on the field mm. uh, there in Cincinnati. And, um, you know, you immediately started to try to find information as quickly as possible because you knew it wasn't a, a good situation for anybody. Uh, and then you get the details. And uh, you're right. I mean, it's, it's, it was a brotherhood. From a former player's perspective, uh, it put in a context something that I think I took for granted as a player, and that uh, is when every time I went into a stadium for a game, um, it w- there was a subtle reminder over in the corner of my eye as I walked into the locker room, but I, I, it wasn't that vivid reminder, and it was the ambulance, right? I mean, every time you go into the locker room to get padded up and get taped up for a football game, there's an ambulance there, mm. uh, and you don't really think about it. But what happened to Demar Hamlin, and and when you saw the ambulance on the field, uh, you just pray to God that everything was going to be okay. But also, you know, with the doctors uh, also in attendance and, and the the training staffs and the EMTs, uh, you know, Demar was going to get the best possible help he could receive at that moment. So. Um, yeah, just put it in the vivid nature. I think for a lot of people, uh, certainly as a former player, it did for me, but uh, I think for all the current players as well. So we're we're highly thankful uh, of everybody that's involved uh, with our safety out there on the field each and every game day. Definitely saved DeMar's life. That emergency action plan, I didn't even know it existed, but the NFL has it for every game in every city where Mm -hmm. they go, and thank goodness for that. Mike Pritchard is with us from Las Vegas, now the lead NFL analyst at Vizen, and here we go. We got, well, still about a week or so uh, until the Super Bowl, but this is the game, the event of the year. So initial thoughts on the Eagles and the Chiefs and how they match up. 
Well, Amy, I think we got a great matchup um, from a betting perspective. Certainly what we're doing at Beeson, uh, we're, we're trying to cover all the angles and, and give everybody all the information uh, necessary to, in which they can enjoy the game a little bit differently uh, with the, from a wager standpoint. So um, I, I think uh, we got a spread of one and a half right now Ooh. with Philly as a favorite. Right, that lines come down a little bit as Patrick <laughs> Mahomes gets healthier and healthier, and certainly his receivers get healthier and healthier. We'll see what that number does, but I, I, I the NFC was so top heavy uh, with Philly uh, and San Francisco, uh, and so those two teams duped it out, and Philly uh, came out on top. It was unfortunate about Brock Purdy, uh, but then in the AFC, I mean, you really had uh, the quarterbacks for all in that conference in terms of. Uh, the superstars, Patrick Mahomes, uh, Joe Burrow, and Josh Allen. So it, it came down to Joe Burrow, and, and uh, I call him PFM2 uh, because we had PFM1, which was Peyton freaking Manning, right? <laughs> <laughs> but now we have Patrick freaking Mahomes now. So uh, that guy, what he did on that bum ankle uh, and his will to win, it was incredible. It was absolutely incredible. Uh, what he was able to accomplish out there for his football team. So I, I think when you have a competitor like this, uh, PFM2, uh, <laughs> against the Eagles who are highly dominant and, and certainly a great team, uh, I think we're going to have an outstanding game. So, Mike, I was just thinking of this as you are talking about these two quarterbacks. Who are some of your favorite wide receivers in the NFL to watch today? I think I have um, love for Justin Jefferson's game. <laughs> <laughs> yes. He is an incredible, incredible wide receiver. Uh, and, uh, you know, I, I know he's, he's going to get the respect. He's going to get honored this year, and, and it's rightly so. Jamar Chase is incredible uh, as well. Cooper Cup, uh, you know, I, I don't think you can cover him, uh, you know, when he's right, when he's healthy. There's there's a lot of great receivers. I mean, yes. DK Metcalf, I mean, just the speed, the, the catch radius, Mike Evans. It, I can go on and on, and that's the beauty of the National Football League right now. There's so many great athletes uh, that are just making a difference, and it's spread across the league, too, uh, And from a wide receiver standpoint, uh, because you have guys 6'4", and they're running 4'3", and, uh, and again, they expand the catch radius and just are incredible, incredible players. So I think Christian Watson, uh, as a young player, is going to be phenomenal uh, as he grows and matures up there in Green Bay. So... Uh, At the top, I'd put Justin Jefferson, uh, Jamar Chase right there, Cooper Cup uh, in in the top five. Um, You you know, like I mentioned, DK Metcalf as well. So uh, there's there's an excellent um, an excellent group of receivers in the league right now. You crossed paths with Ed McCaffrey in Denver, right? I did. We were roomies uh, for a year um, in Denver. Now that his son is in the league and obviously has a home with San Francisco, nine straight games with a touchdown, his versatility blows me away. But it's kind of cool to see his son in the league now, right? It is incredible. Ed was a great athlete. um, And I know his wife, Lisa, was a great athlete, too. And, um, you know, they they have um, several great uh, athletes, his son, as as you know, uh, but Christian, uh, I was able to watch him in high school when I was out in Denver. Uh, that's my second home, and uh, he was phenomenal. Um, and, you know, now that uh, he's in the National Football League and doing great, great things, and, and he's with the right team, right, out the, back out there in the Bay Area, not too far from Palo Alto, uh, where he set records uh, at, Stan- at Stanford. So, uh, no, he's, he was, he was a, a, an excellent pickup for the 49ers, and 
Um, I, you know, from a running back standpoint, you hope that he can stay elusive and stay healthy uh, because I still want to see him do some work uh, for a lot of years uh, up there in the Bay Area with San Francisco. Mm. All right, so before I let you go, pivot a little mm-hmm. bit. You were part of a national championship at Colorado in Boulder mm-hmm. and also part of the CU Athletic Hall of Fame. Uh, coming off of National Signing Day, Deion Sanders, the new coach, is touting this class, and certainly he he brings a lot of attention. He's been able to bring some high-profile recruits. What do you think so far of Dion in Boulder? I love it. I love Coach Prime in Boulder. He loves <laughs> Boulder. I mean, that, that press conference, and that was genuine, too. I, I had the fortunate opportunity to play three years with Dion in Atlanta, Dion Sanders. Wow. Uh, and his work ethic um, was very strong then. He didn't take a rep off. It showed as he turned himself into the best of all time at his position, uh, hands down a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, but his commitment to young men, his commitment to the process in instilling uh, the work ethic or, or the knowledge that these young men are going to need to succeed, his commitment is, is at a fever pitch now. It's never been at a higher level, I don't believe. So I, I think all that is awesome. And it's been a great beginning to what I believe is going to be impactful for CU uh, and, and the football program and, and institution as well. I mean, I think the state, I mean, the <laughs> culture of college football, everybody's looking at CU right now. Uh, and everybody wants to be a part of it, all because of Coach Prime. So he knows how to create attention. Uh, he knows how to handle uh, attention like this on the big stage. And certainly he knows how to get results. So uh, I think we're heading in the right direction. I cannot wait until spring ball uh, a little bit later on in the year, and then certainly when we kick it off for real uh, later on in the fall. Did you ever have to match up with him in practice? I did. I did. <laughs> we, used to, we used to fight. Well, not fight physically. We would, we would try to negotiate the front of the line for one-on-ones when to go up against primetime or, or Dion, right? Because you knew you were going to get better. And, you know, at that time, it was Andre Risen and Michael Haynes and me and, and a few other receivers, Drew Hill. And, and so we used to try to maneuver uh, and, you know, we'd tie our shoe. If somebody, oh, I can't go this rep, you got to go. And, <laughs> and we, would try to, we would try to time it to where we could go up against Dion because you know he was going to make you better. So uh, absolutely, absolutely was able to uh, uh, sharpen, my, sharpen my game. Uh, going up against the great Deion Sanders in practice. Mm, that is absolutely what you love. Uh, and also, mm-hmm. I feel like you are quite the name dropper, Mike. All of these people that you played with or <laughs> against, that this is when I cut my teeth on the NFL. So this this is super cool to be able to connect with you. I tell you what, it's not bad to name drop some of those players, though, <laughs> when you played with them, right? I right. Mean, those, there were some incredible, incredible players uh, to be. Uh, and that was my opportunity and and certainly the time that I enjoyed in the league. A nine-year NFL vet who played in three different uh, places and was a wide receiver and now is with Vizen as their lead NFL analyst. You'll hear him on the Pro Football Blitz on the weekends, but then also part of the other shows as we get closer to the Super Bowl on Twitter at M.I. Pritchard. It is great to connect with you. You're welcome on the show anytime. Thank you so much for a couple of minutes. Amy, it was my pleasure. I love the invite, and absolutely, I look forward to doing this again. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 